2: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
4: In-game live begins now. I am Red, so We're kicking over to Raging Redhead. Uh, Cam Stewart, let's do this thing. We transition from game time decisions. If you're just joining us, uh, we're on uh, Bieber. Uh, Shane Bieber, over seven and a half strikeouts uh, tonight against uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates. He's got 54 strikeouts in his first five starts, averaging over 10 strikeouts per start. We'll go over the seven and a half there. We're playing a parlay. And you know what? I'm probably alone here. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm on an island onto myself on this one. Really thinking outside the box with the Dodgers and the Indians. Uh, the uh, this is the definition of like what Lou calls a uh, a parlay playing puke. playing puke. Yeah, yeah. Angry. Like this this is the definition of the a, parlay playing yeah. puke as puke. You know we're in trouble when our main man Yang, the parlay producer, chimes in and goes, "Yeah, yeah, I'm on that parlay. Uh, Dodgers, <laughs> uh, the Dodgers, Indians, and uh, I got the Twins." I'm like, oh boy, like <laughs> who does it? Like like every sportsbook director in America right now is just kicked back, eating a nice uh, steak dinner, having a glass of red wine, and just waiting to watch the implosion of the Dodgers and Indians tonight. It'll only take one. It's true. Very <laughs> the true. Twins, you're, the twins, you're pushing your luck. But come on. Come on. As, uh, as one of the best attorneys, uh, as one of the best attorneys in uh, western New York, uh says when he's in a court of law come on come on come on how can this lose give me the dodgers (laughs) and the indians parlay minus 123 the carl miles parlay of the night the carl miles slash i can't believe it's not butter parlay
5: lower juice than we thought yeah it's funny i went to the grocery store i picked up a tub of i can't believe it's not butter guess the price 88 cents i'm probably eating tires radial tires chew- chewed up but i can believe it's not butter but i will be on the same Like 88 cents it's probably uh not too good for me but anyway
4: i would i wouldn't be eating anything that cost 88 cents <laughs> like you you consider the shipping cost the packaging yeah, yeah the shipping and packaging so in other words the product cost them like 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 yeah, you're you're eating you're probably eating like uh farm grease or something like that. Like they're yeah, passing I'm, it off like
5: Yeah. Yeah, it's probably like uh, you know, uh Valvoline mixed with mixed with a little soap. <laughs> it is tr- tr- turn it with some butter flavor. Yeah, I yeah. I can't believe it's not butter tub.
4: Yeah, yeah it's no, pretty I don't bad. Know. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I don't know. All right, let's get back on track. We don't need to yes, hear about yes, your, yes. your eighty eight cent purchases here, all right? Oh, okay, go sure. Where are you where are you shopping anyways? Like the dollar store. Uh, now? uh close to it uh, a,
5: a store called freshco very very cheap uh, a lot of low-rent district very uh, people cheap. in that uh, yeah a lot a lot of real cheap people there who like uh, the type of people that rip off the corn before they even buy it type of thing eat the nuts and grapes yeah a lot of a lot of scumbags at that grocery store but so i digress
4: that's that mm-hmm. like your mission like to find like the cheapest possible food and groceries
5: it's part of my mission. Yeah, that's, that. that's true. Yeah. sometimes I'll spring, but you're right, Gabe. A lot of the time it's like, what can I do for 50 bucks and how many bags can I get?
4: Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it though. Like you're, you're a food connoisseur. Mm-hmm. You're a food connoisseur. So I just, I don't understand. Like, you know, you figure that you wouldn't want to eat like really bad stuff.
5: No, I don't eat really bad stuff. I just get it on well, sale. you're a lot stuff of the time, for right cents.
4: Like the margarine was a
5: bad decision. I only use that margarine to grease my pan. Don't worry about. it. I use regular butter sticks. <laughs> grease your pan. That's all I do. I, I, that's a that's a greaser. That's a for eggs and stuff like that. Been don't
4: worry. Greased about it. Enough. <laughs> your pan's been greased
5: enough. This guy, he never stops. Like, this guy never. This guy never stops.
4: <laughs> your pan's been greased enough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shout out to all of our radio affiliates. Uh, <laughs> I'm Gable Morantzi. We're kicking it with a raging redhead, uh, Cam Stewart. Yep. Uh, we've given you so. Hopefully, you guys all went to the bank machine. Um, you took uh, you took out a second mortgage on the home and you laid it down. Let's just hope. Right now, we're going to follow this one one pitch at a time. Mm-hmm. Hey, he better be at eight strikeouts before it's eight o'clock Eastern here tonight. I want to win on the air now. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. Like, yeah, you don't want to be screwing around. Like, if you
5: see like two Ks after like four innings or so, you're just gonna be going here. Here we go. Here oh, we no, no, go. No. Yeah, you don't need a stress job, no sweat. But uh, yeah, no. no, no. And, if that, if that uh,
4: happens, then I'm gonna have to do like what Kurt Schilling does and start fleecing Trump supporters. <laughs> see, Kurt Schilling. Kurt <laughs> Schilling is uh, evidently Kurt Schilling is in custody right now. Oh, He's really? Actually. Yeah, Kurt Schilling is in custody, and um, yeah, he's part. He was part of a, a fundraising scheme, allegedly. Oh yeah, mm. a fundraising. Well, it's not alleged; it happened. But I don't know. No, like, it's, it's, like, it's like, yeah, very real. Yeah, he's innocent until proven guilty. Except, considering it's Kurt Schilling, like, like you know, if I was on the jury, he'd have a lot of like, he'd have like, he'd have to have a lot of evidence on his side. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't even believe that whole bloody sock thing either. I think that bloody sock thing Ketchup? is one of the most overrated things ever. <laughs> dude, like I've had bloody socks all the time. Like yeah, so exactly. what? Like, you know what I mean? Like, so like, like seriously, can you never cut your foot? Oh, all the you know time. Yeah, I mean? like, oh, you know, all like all the had time. a blister no, no. or whatever, like no, yeah. something bad on your foot, like and it started yeah. bleeding. Like, come on, man. Actually, like, I, have I was a in a cut. metal band that toured, yeah. dude. Like you you, you yeah. wouldn't want to see my feet. Like, like I could barely stand sometimes wearing boots on stages all the time and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that whole oh he's got a bloody sock thing was the most overrated stupid Boston folklore crap ever. Great pitcher, I, yeah. I believe he does belong in Hall of Fame. I would I do trust too. him with my money. I don't no. buy into that bloody sock crap, but he does belong mm-hmm. in Hall of Fame. In my <laughs> yeah, opinion. Bannon. Yeah, Bannon. He's done. Yeah, he's. Yeah, in, in big Bannon. <laughs> Great hair, though. That
5: guy's got a great lid. Anyway, oh, yeah, God. you're right. They, they stole Can you that you imagine money. all the dandruff in that lid?
4: <laughs> I could, I do like this. I'm sorry. Blue. Let's get to the picks after. I'm sorry.
3: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
4: In game live continues. I am them Red, so we're kicking it with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart, let's check in with the Milwaukee uh, Buck game. 59 41. 59 41. Total starting to climb. <clears throat> There's some points being put back up uh, on the board here. Milwaukee uh, came to play today. Uh, they're up uh, 18 <clears throat> right now. So we haven't gotten into the pucks. We haven't gotten a, a golf uh, update. We'll get into the golf yeah. in a couple of minutes, but let's take a look at the National Hockey League games uh, this evening. And um, only two games on top today, so the the all-day NHL action, unfortunately, is done, which I did enjoy the early morning hockey and all mm-hmm. that type of stuff. Uh, but uh, that that's done right now. So um, we've got the Islanders looking to eliminate the Washington Capitals here this evening. Mm-hmm. Capitals... Bounce back! They were down two nothing. They're down three games to none. They were down two nothing in the game. They came back. They lived to fight another day. Last year, the Islanders eliminated the Pittsburgh Penguins in four. They had them up and they were able to sweep them. So they have shown an ability to close series out. They like it's not like you know they're oh they've never won. They haven't won a playoff series in forever. They're going to choke. No, they you know they've won playoff series you know with this this unit. I tend to believe that they do close it out uh, tonight, but I don't think it's going to be easy. I don't, I don't think either. it's going to be easy, Cam. This is like, like I said, basically every hockey pick that I take is sort of like, you know, we hold our breath. But how about last night? Look, the Montreal Canadiens and hey. Vancouver. <laughs> never in doubt. What a comeback. <laughs> yeah,
5: never in doubt. That was the Lucky best. That, it was yeah, three that to one. Goes like, over uh, the line
4: uh, there right at the yeah. end. Like, oh, I know. Like... <laughs> I'm like, no, this I can't know. be happening. This can't. That's what no, I said. No, I'm like, oh, no, I'm like the clock.
5: I was screaming at the TV. It was zero. It was zero. No way. I was flipping out, right? I'm like, yay! Actually, it was at zero. Thank you. I was it's actually like, oh, no, thinking that was good. too.
4: At that point, I'm like, what is it with the Blues? Why do they always score like this late? Like, like they, they, they keep do. scoring. That thing with the Blues—they score at the end of periods all the time. They nearly score at the end of the game. It's—it uh, so, was frustrating. But I tend to believe that the the Islanders finish them off tonight, Cam. What do you think?
5: Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, you know, we were on the Islanders the other night, and they just couldn't get that third goal. Like, you could see Washington when it was 2 to nothing. The Islanders really outplayed them for a while. And then once the, the Capitals got that goal, they had life. I think the Islanders understand. You're right. You can't leave Ovechkin and these guys breathing for long. I like the Islanders, too. I don't think it's going to be easy, but I think they're going to win, like, a like 4-2 hockey game, maybe be up 3-2 and score an empty netter. So I think it's going to be very close to the total. That's kind of the number that I got, but I will be betting on the New York Islanders tonight. Uh, to get it done, I, I I think they close it out in five.
4: I think it's a lower scoring game uh, this evening. Except these elimination games can uh, can open up quickly, so it's tricky when you're betting totals of uh, of these hockey games. You know the Islanders. Uh, the Islanders have been a better team, and you're seeing these veteran teams like the Capitals and the Blues. They're a little overmatched. They just don't have, you know, they they don't have, you know, the speed that their opponents do. But they do have, like, a pedigree and a sense of pride that comes into play. So you know it won't be easy. Like, the, the, the last game is always the hardest game of a series to win. So it won't be easy. But like I said, I like the fact that the Islanders have um, – they've shown that they can close and win a playoff series. Like I said, the hardest – the fourth game is always the hardest to win. They've won the fourth game before – and the fact that the Capitals talk so much smack after and said that they don't respect the Islanders, that the Islanders are soft and all that, Tom Wilson running his mouth like he normally does, I think it's enough to get the uh, the Islanders' attention. Similar situation, you look at the ebbs and flows of the Canadians and the Flyers, and every time the Canadians win, at the end of the game, there's a reason why the Flyers start cheap-shotting them and Vigneault start the coach, starts complaining and stuff. They're setting the tone for the next game. Right, they're setting the tone for the next game, and you know the the Islanders. I think the Islanders are are ready now for the cap. It's hard to like. It's hard to be. Um, it's hard to be a hundred hundred percent focused, a hundred and ten percent focused, whatever. Every game you saw it with the Raptors and the Brooklyn Nets the other day, the Raptors just sort of went exactly. through the motions and did enough uh, to get it done. It's human nature, though, if you're the New York Islanders. You know, you you went through the, the, the Panthers, boom, three straight against the Capitals. There's going to be that game where you sort of slip up. That's what I was concerned about, about Portland coming into tonight. But I think the Islanders do close it out tonight. I will take the New York Islanders. Me too. The Islanders
5: will make the betting card. Uh, I, I like them a lot. I, 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 I think they're just a, a more complete team. Washington has guys. I think uh, Varlamov's been good too. I, they're, they're good, Gabe. And, I, and you know, you know that they're going to be motivated because if the Capitals win this game, then they start to have self doubt. I think they really understand. We got to close the door on these guys now. These guys have won a cup before. They have very good players on their team. But I think the Islanders will just wear them down. Their third, the Islanders, the key to their success, their third and fourth line are very, very good. They do all the little things. They'll hit you, they'll drive you nuts. And I think it'll be enough tonight to, uh, to, to get the win and move on.
4: The over has actually been a um, a big pattern when these two teams uh, have played. It's actually five one and one to the over in the last seven games mm-hmm. these two teams have played. It's hard to step up and pull the trigger with the under. I, and you know, you guys know I like betting hockey unders, but the issue here is I don't trust Hopi enough. I don't trust Hopi enough, and you know we see we saw with the Montreal Canadian and the Flyer game came. 2-2 doesn't take much, right? You know, both teams score two yeah. goals. You're at four. Next thing you know, it's 3-2. And then, you know, 4-2 and you get empty netters. So I'm going to stay away from the total of this game. But I will take the uh, the New York Islanders here. I think you're playing with fire with totals in hockey, as you saw.
5: Look what happened in the Montreal-Philly game. It got chippy. Those guys don't like each other. And two-minute penalties became double minors. There's a couple double minors, a five-minute call. And all of a sudden... And think about this game. Remember, FanDuel put that line up at four and a half because everybody and their mother knew all these other games were very, very low scoring. Every game in the series went under, and then all of a sudden, boom. The only reason that baby went over, it was because of the massive power plays, and they were huge power plays, not even two-minute jobs. You get a four-minute power play, you could score twice. So, yeah, I'd be very, very careful. This game is going to be chippy, too. I actually have a lean to the over if I were to play it, but I like just the Islanders to win the game because
4: I think there's going to be a lot of uh, marching to the penalty box if we parlay both hockey picks that we like uh tonight it pays plus 258 plus 258 yeah, and that would nice be number. the New York Islanders and the Dallas Stars to get it done this evening. I do believe that the Dallas Stars Calgary Calgary have played well, man. Calgary, you know, they they get by with hard work and uh, and their toughness and their grit, but they don't have a ton of skill, Cam, and They were able to get it done against the Winnipeg team. That number one chokes all the time, anyways, and number two didn't have two of their best players in the lineup. (laughs) So exactly, you know, Winnipeg were kind of screwed, and you know, give credit Calgary to handle their business there. But it seems like now it it took Dallas a couple of games, Cam. Like it took them; they weren't great in in the seeding games. It took them a couple of games to get going in the series. But it looks like to me that Dallas are starting to get better now with each game. And Dallas have guys on their team that do have a killer instinct that have won playoff series before. I think Dallas finished them off tonight too.
5: So do I. We're on the exact same uh, games in hockey like we were last night. Hopefully we can go 2-0 and again. Dallas is better than Calgary. What was Dallas's problem at the start of the series? Hudobin wasn't really ready to play. Let's remember, Ben Bishop is the star for the Dallas Stars, and he's had a lingering injury, so Hudobin got kind of thrown into action. He looked a little bit rusty earlier, but as the series progresses, he's getting better. Dallas has better defensemen. They have guys who can play offense and defense. They got guys like Joe Pavelski. That's the thing. Calgary's a nice story. They have a couple of guys, Johnny Goudreau, whatever. It's They're very similar. No, they they play a lot like Gabe. They're like Montreal without working as hard. Like That's what I look at Calgary. A lot of water bugs and stuff like that. But Montreal, I even think, have a better work ethic than the Calgary Flames. I will take the Dallas Stars in that game. And they're a superior hockey team, in my opinion. Could go seven, but it's basically a pick We're only laying 20 cents, so I'm with you on the Stars.
4: It's now, So now with the Montreal Canadiens tomorrow... You know, I would say we've got a series on our hands. You could argue the Canadians have been a better team. The referees yep. have been blatantly one-sided and against the Montreal Canadiens in this series. And anybody that doesn't want to admit that, then you're either a Flyer fan or you're a moron. I mean, look, Gallagher got his his jaw broken. Uh, yep. there, there was another play last night where they, they, there was blood drawn. You know, the Flyers just you know they're getting away with murder out there on the ice, but. Without Gallagher, man, Gallagher is like the energizer. He is the, he's the battery man of the Montreal Canadiens. We'll hit that and more on the other side. Sportsgrid.com.
3: Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com.
4: In-game live continues. I am Renzi. We're kicking it with uh, Cam Stewart right now. Cleveland and Pittsburgh are uh, underway. They're in the uh, the bottom of the first inning uh, right now. And it's amazing to me just how bad pitchers are defensively. And we're, we've been talking a lot about Bieber on this program. And, listen, Bieber's a great pitcher, but Bieber fields a ball, throws it to first base, and is about, I don't know, about 10 feet off. 15 feet off, like literally, you know, results in a runner running the second base. And it's amazing. Like these pitchers, like all they can do is pitch. Like, I, I don't know why more people don't bunt and make good the pitchers actually play defense. Even the good looking athletes can't do it. Like Bieber's not an old fat guy or whatever. Like, you know, there's some dudes where it's like, I don't know why more people don't just make them try to field the ball. Bieber is it yet. Same thing. He routinely went over, got the ball, just whipped it. Nowhere close to first base. And you see it time and time and time and time again, yet it's the modern analytics of baseball, Cam. Even the managers don't tell the players to do this because it's like, wow, we don't pay you to bunt, right? We pay you to hit home runs, and they don't take the free base. This is the new era that we're in now
5: i agree with you 100 a lot of these pitchers they just don't know uh you know falling off the mound doing a lot of stuff and 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 sometimes even like so shocked that a guy would put down a bunt they just sit there and it's an easy play to first base if you have any type of speed i couldn't agree more guys like tim anderson we talked about his game he likes to do it all i know he used to lay down bunts because he's a very very fast player and gabe we talked about steals too when tommy fam got injured right Think about this. Where I know it's a shortened season, but the leader like six steals. We used to have guys attempt steals every single game. Like it was part as part of things. I don't understand the concept. Here's the deal: you get a you get a runner on first base. If he steals second, a single with anybody with any type of speed in the right part of the ballpark we will score. Uh, that's the thing. It's all about home run. It's all about those m- numbers right now. But I still think those fundamentals you have to implement because guys don't expect that type of stuff anymore.
4: No, you're exactly right. They don't. Number one, they don't expect it, and number two, they can't defend it because they mm-hmm. don't practice it. Like they don't. You know, I, 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 you know, it's frustrating to me. One thing I'll tell you though, listen, the Dodgers are a great team, and the Dodgers have all this talent. But Cam, when you see the Dodgers play in extra innings, they play small ball. I watched the Dodgers in one of these nine uh, when they got to the tenth inning, dude. They they bunted someone over to third. They bunted mm-hmm. over to third. Sack fly, boom! They got the run. Like basically, Beautiful. they didn't get a hit, and they got the run. And then they started swing. And then after they take their hacks. After yes, and I like, I like that. that. It's basically it's like, all right, guys, listen. If I'm the manager, it's like fine. Let's just get that one run lead in, and then you know what? You 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 got a green light, bro. Swing for the fences after. You know what I mean? And I'll, I'll yep. feel better about this. But you, I've seen these teams, man. Everyone goes up there. They get a runner on second. And they still can't score, Cam. Like three guys in a row, all swinging for the fence. They strike out, they pop up, they foul out. Mm-hmm. It's like, for the love of God, guys, like they're giving you a run here. Just take it, right? You know, smart teams, smart teams know how to cash in on these opportunities. So we'll see what happens uh, here. So, um, yeah, Cleveland got the uh, Cleveland, uh, Cleveland Bieber, Bieber threw the ball away. Pittsburgh got a runner on second, unna- unable to cash in. And did Bieber strike out the side? That'd no. be nice. Only two. Not so much. What a loser. What a loser. <laughs> Only, two. <laughs> <laughs> Only two. Only two. Only two or three.
5: Yeah,
4: that's, no, good. that's a good start.
5: That's hey, a good, good, good start. A great start. Great start, yeah. Two two strikeouts per inning, if you could do that. In the fourth inning, you would be cashing the ticket. Um, yeah, no, it's it just, it, it's very, very frustrating that uh, that's the that's the way the game is played right now, but it comes back and bites a lot of teams in the ass because, you know, that that's the thing when you swing for the fences, you forget. And I've noticed that too, Gabe, with those extra inning games, the teams that do that, it's weird. It's like when they play that uh, sacrifice game, I usually find, you know. Even though the other team will start with a runner at second, you put pressure on them. You get the runner home, and they, they all all of a sudden start to think and stuff all the time. I couldn't agree more. Get one across, and then we'll worry about it later. But I find the teams that do that tend to win more. All
4: right, let's check in uh, right now uh, with the Northern Trust. Hello, mm-hmm. Harris English. Glish. Harris English, yes. minus Hot. seven. Great, uh, great day uh, for Harris English, but he wasn't the only one. Uh, that uh, checks in at minus seven. Four golfers, Harris English, Kevin Streelman, Cameron Davis, Mm -hmm. and Russell Henley, man, who continues to play good golf. Henley cashed a top 20 for us uh, last week. I didn't talk about him coming into this week. So, uh, English, uh, Streelman, Davis, and Henley, what do you think about uh, the leaderboard here? What do you think of those
5: guys? It's a very interesting leaderboard. And if you go down, take a look at these guys. So, Harris English is a hot player, but, you know, Streelman, Cameron Davis is an unknown. Henley, you're right, has been hot. Other than that, Ustasen, Charlie Hoffman. I haven't. We haven't had a Charlie Hoffman sighting in two years. Who else is there? Percy Bubba Watson six under. Yeah, like are hey, sighting.
4: Where the big you boys. did like That's Matthew that. Wolf though? And I Matthew do. Wolf I Matthew Wolf is right there. Right where he's yes, fifth. He Matthew Wolf right now. Yeah, Matthew Wolf is
5: there right now, and he has the game to play on on this course. I will say this though: the one golfer that we were talking about, and and I mentioned him last week and he finished third, and I don't think people are talking about him enough. It's Kevin, uh, it's, sorry Gabe, it's uh, Kevin Kisner. Kisner's a guy, he is six under, he is one shot off the pace, he is live at 22 to one. Let's remember last week in a big tournament, he, he finished and finished top three. He is in great form right now, but I'll give you credit with Harris English. You, uh, you know, you looked at him, said this is a guy that's a hot player. It's kind of nice. I wish he did this when we both like ha- had a- had him outright too. But uh, he's playing very good golf. And Russell Henley is one of those guys from Georgia, Georgia Bulldog. He always seems to be there. He's trending in the right direction. But if you were going to tell me, there's a guy on that leaderboard where you can look for. A little bit of value, good money, Kevin Kisner. And I told you, I love Patrick Reed. He didn't play very good golf today, and he's still three under. I'm very happy with that. A lot of these stars shot over par, and your pick, Justin Thomas, is three under as well. So if you're three under and the leaders are at seven, I think that's a good start to the tournament. You just don't want to pull a Sunjay M and go four over. He gone, nice pick. Guy finishes nine last week. He's like 110th right now. I I got him top twenty too. Bad pick.
4: One thing that's good and uh, cool about this tournament right now, as far as the in game betting, there's still double digit odds for everybody. a lot mm-hmm. of times, a lot of times, even after a round, you know, oh, he's plus four fifty now only he's plus three fifty. But if you look like Harris English, twelve to one, Matthew mm-hmm. Wolf, twelve to one, Justin Thomas, fourteen to one, which was the exact number that he was before the tournament started. Tommy Fleetwood, sixteen. Adam Scott, eighteen. Daniel Berger, twenty to one. Dustin Johnson's twenty to one. Rory is twenty to one. Henley is twenty to one. You know a player um, that uh, impressive once again. What is he in twelfth place right now? Is the Gooch. Yeah, Gooch. I'm going to be honest with you, Gabe the Gooch let
5: me down on the weekend, though. See, that's what he did. He he was roughing up Arnold and, uh, you know, talking to the
4: Gooch. I, can, yeah. I can't believe the Gooch let you down. Yeah, like, yeah, the yeah, Gooch. Yeah, yeah.
5: The, yeah, the Gooch was bullying Arnold on different strokes. Yeah, he took his lunch money, but on the weekend, uh, Arnold had another plan. He slipped into the arcade, and uh, the Gooch is still looking for him. The Gooch sucked on the weekend, Gabe. It's funny, he was, like, in third place in that tournament. He actually shot so bad on Sunday, he fell out of the top 20. That's the problem with these Thursday-Friday Warriors, right? Once these guys start to think about money it's like hey honey i'm in third place in this golf tournament man we might be winning like half a million dollars and then you see them on sunday shoot a 76 because they freak out but uh yeah the gooch is very good starter let's put it that way
4: um man i'm kicking myself that i don't have harry higgs as a top 20 prop <laughs>
5: Harry, Harry Higgs. Oh yeah, Harry Higgs. He's a big boy, man. Harry Higgs. Uh, Harry, Harry Higgs. Yeah, <laughs> I like Harry Higgs. <laughs> That's
4: the thing about golf, you never know. Huh? Like you get these characters, yeah, no. that just sort of pop up every every yeah. now and then. You're, You're right Higgs. about
5: one thing. Like when you say golf is like NASCAR, the way it's bet, but it's totally opposite to NASCAR. Cause I could tell you in NASCAR, Kevin yeah, Harvick NASCAR's is the same be guys it. that win all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. Golf, like if you told me Harry Higgs, Jim Herman, the Hermanator, like that's the thing about golf. Every few weeks, you have a guy at like 200 to one that nobody has. Like nobody has. You might have him on a DFS uh, lineup, but you will not have him to win the tournament outright. So yeah, it's crazy.
4: That's true. NASCAR. NASCAR, you basically you're just picking between Denny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick, Chase Elliott, Brad Keselowski. There's like yeah, there's about like six guys, and it's like pick your Uh poison, right? Yep. But the thing is, they make the odds so you can't bet all six guys. (laughs)
5: Exactly.
4: (laughs) They're all only like four to one and stuff like that. So it's like wow, Uh you only take one or two of these guys, and it's it's tough. Sometimes you can be a day late and a dollar a dollar short. Tommy Fleetwood right now, Cam, uh, five under. What about Fleetwood uh, moving forward? You get some pretty good numbers on Fleetwood uh, still uh, right now, 16-1 to 1 with Fleetwood. Who do you trust? Like, who do you believe? Who's the best weekend guys? Like, who are the best guys that are going to step up on Saturday and Sunday here? Not Tommy Fleetwood.
5: You can put him off the list. Uh, Patrick Reed I have, but I like him to win the tournament at uh, the odds. I think he's a weekend guy. I have want no interest at Tiger Woods. I'm not sure if he can Patrick do it. Patrick Reed a four is now 27 straight. to 1. The wicked price. Patrick Reed is a guy that I would li- like at that price. Another guy, I hate to say this, I know he's back, Shambo's 41 to 1. He can go low, but if I had one pick with these prices, there actually there's two guys, but we like Hatton already. Remember game we have Hatton for top 20. I like Patrick Reed at 27 to 1 and I like Kevin Kisner at 22 to 1. Those are the guys that I go with, guys. If you're betting this stuff live, those are great, great uh, odds on very good golfers that are in good form right now. I hate to say it, Gabe, Tommy Fleetwood's a choker. I like the guy, but he doesn't know how to win a golf tournament. Watch
4: him win now. Well, his name is Tommy Fleetwood. It's not Tommy Metallica.
5: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's
4: a good point. Go. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, yeah. It's not like Tom Tommy yeah. Exodus or something like that. It's just Tommy Fleetwood Mac. He's soft. Uh, Milwaukee and uh, and Orlando sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at
3: your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
0: if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss
4: In-game live continues. I'm Rantz. So we're kicking it with a Raging Reddit. Cam Stewart, shout out to all of our radio affiliates. In-game live will continue at 8 o'clock Eastern with Kevin Walsh and company. Um, so, I'm getting fired up for this Laker game against the Blazers. And LeBron James just went off in game one. We were talking earlier about how the idiots in the media, um, you know, questioning LeBron's legacy. But as we talked about, I can't imagine the Skip Baylesses of the world Friday morning if the Lakers are down two games uh, to none. Mm -hmm. Uh, But LeBron went off in game one. 17 rebounds, Cam, in the first game. And if you look the way LeBron plays, he's the one closest to the basket all the time. Like, he gets the rebound and then walks the ball up the court often. Yep. Right? So, it's nine and a half rebounds tonight, bro. Like, is he really going to go from 17 to nine? I, don't, I Once doubt again, it. I think he'll probably. This, yeah, I, can't yeah. I, I can't believe it's not I, butter. Yeah. I can't believe it's not butter. Again, again. <laughs> Nine and a half. Oh, I'm wow. in. I'm taking it. I, I'm not yeah. overthinking this. He had 17 freaking rebounds. Nobody else rebounds on this team. Anthony Davis is soft, bro. He had 11 rebounds, AD. He should have like 22. Okay. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, but they're defensive uh, rebounds. So basically, like I said, LeBron had 17 rebounds, 15 of them were defensive. LeBron is under the basket all the time. So the ball they miss the shot, it bounces to LeBron, like naturally. It's not like he's crashing the boards like he's Dennis Rodman or something. He's just positioned and the ball just goes to him. So I and and another thing is too with these high total games, there's a lot of possessions Cam. So there's more shots, there's more rebounds. Yes. Portland take a lot of threes. There's going to be misses. It's a fair number, as I stated. I can't believe it's not butter. Nine and a half—too good to be no, true. I can't believe it's not
5: butter. I just, <laughs> I just love it. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. A great, it's a hey, great man. expression. Yeah, it's true. I, it's hey, here's the thing. Um, yeah, I'm with you. Hey, hey, I'm there's going. no like. Yeah, I I I, so I man, have to believe he had
4: 16 assists. Okay. Mm-hmm. Last week, mm-hmm. to the last game, 16 assists, 17 yes. rebounds, 16 assists, 23 Amazing. points. Yep. So the total, his prop for Combined? rebounds and assists, take mm-hmm. the points out of it, rebounds and assists, Okay. It's 20 and a half. It's too low. That is too low. He had 32. Like I said, I know he's not going to put up those crazy numbers every game, but yeah. Guys, the Lakers are kind of challenged. Like he doesn't have a choice like to but to put numbers up. And mm-hmm. another thing is, Cam, his legacy, he knows too. It's not his legacy, but he knows what's at stake tonight. He's gonna be like uh he's gonna be flying around everywhere, bro. He's gonna be grabbing yep. boards, gonna be setting people up. And LeBron also knows LeBron's not a selfish guy, and that's almost probably his problem that he he isn't more of just of a ball hog. But LeBron sort of understands. If I just go off and start scoring right away, that's not going to help us. I need to get other people involved. Like, yes. I need to, like, bait people in and start, like, lobbing it in. Like, you notice the other night, how many of those free, like, cool, like, dunks did they have? Like, like, like just LeBron lobbing it AD. Not many. And you know what? It was what I talked about earlier. It's hard to do it. And quite frankly, AD is soft. And I think he knows, man. Like, Whiteside will punch him in the face. Like, Whiteside's, like, kind of a nut job. And Whiteside, like, waves his arms wirely and stuff. And mm-hmm. you got Nurkic, which is big. Like, so, I'm just stating LeBron has to be LeBron tonight. Like, LeBron almost has to take over. And let's what what is the triple-double for LeBron tonight? Will there be a triple-double? Let's see. He will get there. I don't see how he doesn't. LeBron James, oh, my goodness. Plus 115. This isn't butter. <laughs> 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 this one's like, ah, I get this away. Uh, what the hell is this? This is like yeah, a exactly. plus 115. That's like Cam's cheap margarine that he buys for 88 cents by the, by the, by the, Which, uh, <laughs> by the, by tub? the, yeah. Yeah. by the oil like grease Trump. margarine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah Yeah, plus 115 not a lot of value there for for no i think
5: go that's the thing and that's why this is a great lesson that's why when you're playing props and you play a hell of a lot more than me i do it once in a while actually it was funny the hockey props uh haynes are texting me and like cadre but like i played gallagher gallagher to get point he had a point in the game like it's just one of those things i do very rarely but that's that's good on you for shopping you like the numbers for the po- uh for the assists and rebounds rather than why even screw around with the triple double one at that price when you're getting one that has so much value in comparison to the other the other price of that product and what he did in game 1 you don't even have to worry about that yeah plus what that that, that price is way too low for
4: the triple double just do it your way with the assists and rebounds it's a better also number also with the points look the other night he had 23 points Right. The thing with LeBron is LeBron doesn't score fifty points. He doesn't score. No, 60 he does not. No, nope, twenty. He might score thirty. He might score thirty-three. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, when he goes off, thirty-six or something. But like I said, yeah. he's not a selfish player, and he also understands that he needs to get other people involved if he wants to win the basketball game. So I, I tend to stay away from LeBron's um, uh, point prop. And now that I say this, I know he's going to get like thirty-four points or something. Um, but I do like the over rebounds nine and a half. And I do like the rebounds and assist prop over 20 and a half as well, Cam. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you,
5: Marenzi. And the thing is it's, he understands that these are things that he's going to have to do for his team to have a chance. And they lost in game one with his numbers that were absolutely stellar in those departments. So I would agree with that. I'm surprised the book like didn't inflate it a little bit, especially since he's a star. That's a that's a low number at the 20 and a half. I thought it would probably be around 23 and a half or around that number. I think you're getting a very, very good number.
4: Uh, LeBron James, alternate points and assists. All right. I like FanDuel mix, mixing alternate. it up a little bit. yes. All, so they, got, they got alternates uh, even. LeBron James is just straight points prop uh, for those of you wondering. Just uh, how many points uh, LeBron James scores outright. It's 30 and a half. Hmm. And yeah, you know, like I said, it, it's not a good tough. Bet, no, he might land at twenty nine. He might land at thirty one. It's like one of those
5: type. Yeah, exactly. One of those. I would, le- I would lean under, but not <laughs> enough to bet it. I think you'll probably get about twenty seven, twenty eight points. That's what I'm thinking. No, I think right I've identified
4: under. the two ways to attack LeBron here: over nine and a half rebounds, and then a combined over twenty and a half rebounds and assists. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I think I think that's that's the way. That's the way we're going to uh, we're going to attack uh, this. So I'm going to check in with the uh, the baseball right now, and yep. uh, let's see how uh, let's see how our can't lose uh, Parley of the night is. Parlay, we're winning both games. Yay! One no- nothing. Well, they're both up one, one nothing. nothing. Then for sure. Yeah, I'll take it's a lock. Hey, it's they're better both than to win for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And once you're I- I up tell one tell you nothing in a baseball game, Cam, you know you're winning that game. Damn right, <laughs> it's a lock. I will. Say, I will yes, say this though. Nothing.
5: I would rather, rather be up than, up than down. One <laughs> nothing. That's what I'm talking about. All right. You're you, right. Think be, you think I want to be you think I want
4: to be down? I'd be like, oh, F yeah. off. That's just great. Like yeah.
5: Yeah. That was like my parlay. Like I should have done what you did and just bet the two dogs in the game last night. I had a wicked night. Yeah, I got yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: that. I got, you, got that Barry
5: New York parlay rouse. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, get the old Barry Horowitz. So no, I But you know what,
4: Cam? I thought of you after, and I'm a moron too. Because yeah. I even knew it. I said, I said, normally when you play a, a, a Mets and a Yankees parlay, you'll be going, those damn Mets screwed me after. I can't believe I got it. No, it was the Yankees. And I, said, exactly. and I said, tonight it'll be the other way around. So I don't know why I just didn't listen and just bet the Mets Ray parlay. Mm-hmm.
3: <sighs>
4: but nevertheless, listen, the, the Rays were plus one, and then the Rays beat them again today. The Rays, mm-hmm. uh, the Yankees, uh, Yankees are big bullies. They like to beat up on bad teams, Cam. They do. The Yankees are really injured too. So, like, let's, let's, they, yeah, they're beat, they're beat up. I don't know what's happening. Unbelievable.
5: I'm not sure if you knew, but the the Jays played this doubleheader today and they won the first game. They came back when they were down. It was only three to two, but they were down, Gabe. If you didn't see this, they, Philadelphia scored seven runs in the first inning. Okay. So it was seven to nothing. Toronto came back and won this game nine eight. (laughs) Craziness. Live baseball, man. Whoo. Think about that odd down seven runs,
4: and this the is not a one, cooler and field. And the first one was what three two, right? Correct. But there's so it's not every game is going over at Salem, uh Salem Field in in Buffalo, but most of them are. Cam, yep, it seems like it's like a two two to one ratio. Actually, it's like two out of three will go over. Seems to be a sandbox. Plus the Jays are just a, a good a good uh, good hitting team. All right, so. Oh, Dodgers score again, Cam. Two hey, nothing, Dodgers. two
5: nothing. There you go.
4: Now you can let, hey, for
5: all you guys that like are, are loaded, you want to lay the Dodgers? Yeah, minus 1,400 to, to win right now. I, I'd rather have them in our parlay at minus 122.
6: <laughs> can <laughs> right, you believe it? That?
5: That's the thing about being rich, right? Like, what do you do? Like, you're just sitting back, you're a millionaire. Eh, Dodgers are minus 1,400. You know, like, that's the thing, man. Baseball, Gabe, I've seen this one like night after night, though. Like no no lead is sa- is safe in any of these games, man. Like the swings, <laughs> and what about what about hockey? Last night I was doing the show with Walsh. There was a time, Gabe, that Philadelphia on Fanduel was almost five to one, and I told Walsh, I go. Me and Marenzi bet on Montreal. The minute Montreal went to plus three sixty, ding! Like I go, I got to get in on this, and then. Yeah. When Philly, ha- and then Montreal just scored. Like, you've seen these two-goal leads. We've talked about it all the time. They're, like, they every game, Tampa Bay game, Islanders pissed away a two-goal lead. It's just, there's, man, like, nobody can hold a lead in this bubble. It's very, very interesting.
4: What's not interesting is the fact that Bieber is stuck on two strikeouts right now. Really? There's two outs yeah, yeah. in the bottom of the I can't believe Give it's not butter.
5: There. Yeah, Give you should have more. bought the... You should have bought the Imperial. Spent the dollar ninety nine instead have of the butter. Cents. Yeah, you should have bought the butter brick, a natural product for two, three ninety nine on sale. Butter brick.
4: I can't well, believe it's out. not butter. Strikeout! Strike out. Come on! No, Come on! Right. Right. Give me one more. Just give me one more, me one right. more strikeout here. You know, get, listen, if we can go through two innings with three, we're on pace. One thing with Bieber, he should last a little bit long into the game. Shout out to our boy Pete, who sent a stat. And he said the Pirates do strike out the fourth least out of any team uh, in Major League uh, Baseball. True. That was a good stat. Uh, But they still average. Every time there's In like a tweet. foul ball or something, Cam, or yeah. anything happens, I'm yeah, like, yeah. get out of play, get out of play. I want a out.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, extra action, extra degenerate uh, action. But Pete said it, even with them as the fourth lowest strikeout team, it still works out to about 8.5. So I found that number very interesting at 7.5 rather than 8.5.
4: Interesting. All right, so uh, what's up well, with Milwaukee and Orlando uh, right now? And I'll tell you. Milwaukee's a kind of a, of, it's, yeah, it's kind of a little bit of a sweatshop. On. They're lingering, Kim. Come on, Orlando. They cut it to 14, yeah. actually. It's lingering. Yeah. It's 16, yeah? It's not
5: over yet, I tell you that. They, yeah, 16, missing free throws doesn't help.
4: How many points did mm-hmm. you get? 13. But, uh, yeah, right. did you get 18 so and a half live. You're, you're one shot away from pushing right now. Exactly. Not bad. You take that?
0: Yeah.
4: It's okay. Yep. Yep, I'll
5: take it. Don't like to miss free throws. But, Milwaukee, It's it's kind of like what you said. Like, I'm just watching these guys and... I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed with anything that they're doing. Like their offense looks bad, you know, or they're just lucky. Orlando in the first half couldn't hit uh, the broadside of a barn. They were horrible shooting. But yeah, anyway, we'll be fading this team moving forward. I'll tell you that.
4: All right. So get your uh, get your final picks uh, ready. We're going to be on the mm-hmm. clock uh, in, a, in a couple yep. of minutes. Who's uh, who's who's the special guest uh, co-host uh, with uh, with Kevin Walsh uh, tonight on Thursday? Jared Smith and Kevin Walsh will step up and in at uh, 8 o'clock Eastern. So, um, yeah, we got the Blazers and the Lakers. Point spread sitting at 6.5 right now. Total 229.5. We're going to be playing those LeBron props that we talked about. LeBron over 9.5 rebounds. LeBron over 20.5 rebounds and assists
3: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
0: if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss
4: Endgame Live continues. Got a couple of minutes uh, left uh, right now. Time for our best bets of the night. Shout out to uh, Big Jim uh, listening to us right now. 1060 in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, Big Jim Wolverine fan. What up, uh, Jim? Uh, so a shout out to all of our radio affiliates out there. The Dodgers are up 4 nothing right now on the Seattle Mariners cam. I'll give you the floor right now. Best bets of the night. What are you taking? Yeah, first we're going to hit the ice and uh, we're going to uh,
5: stick to what we've said. We like the New York Islanders tonight against the Washington Capitals. We think they close things out in five. Late game tonight, I will lay the 20 cents with the Dallas Stars against the Calgary Flames. Uh, those are things that I like in baseball. I lied, bet Milwaukee gave it plus 115. Hopefully uh, that that will be coming in. We'll see what happens there. Late action, it's kind of weird in a game that uh, it's just kind of uh, caught my eye. I like the Giants tonight against the Angels. I'm going to pick on Suarez, go with Kevin Kevin Gossman, and the San Francisco Giants. And in the NBA tonight, I will be taking the Portland Trailblazers plus the points. I expect a real tight game between the
4: Blazers and Lakers. What do you got for me? I'm going to take the Portland Trailblazers plus the 6.5 points. I think it is going to be a close game. It wouldn't surprise me if the Lakers won, uh, but every Portland game is close, guys, like one way or the other. Portland play up or down to the level of competition, and I expect this to be no different. So give me Portland plus the 6.5 points. Uh, tonight, I'll take LeBron James over nine and a half rebounds. I'll take LeBron James over 20 and a half rebounds and assists. NHL hockey, I like the New York Islanders and the Dallas Stars uh, both to, uh, to advance uh, this evening. So I'll take the New York Islanders to win and the Dallas Stars uh, to win. And uh, Major League Baseball, we're, we're already on this uh, parlay. Late baseball uh, this evening. Tempted by the uh, the Cincinnati Reds, but not enough. Me San Diego were favored just by a little bit too much. So, you know, we'll stick uh, we'll stick with the hockey and the basketball. Uh, so Islanders to win, Stars to win, Blazers to cover. LeBron over nine and a half rebounds, and LeBron over twenty and a half rebounds and assists. Uh, check out uh, in game live coming up next. Scotty Farrell and I'll be back tonight. Other night, you're on your own. SportsGrid.com,
3: betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering, real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
0: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss.